2: Uh, welcome back to A Real Features Podcast. Um, ladies and gentlemen, today we have the pleasure of speaking with one of the most talented individuals in the entertainment industry. He is a man of many talents. He holds seven black belts in mixed martial arts. I think that that's right, seven. I, I think I have a, a maybe a red belt in one, so he has seven. Um, he's been. Uh, he's also, I believe, uh, trained alongside John Claude Van Damme. Um, he's appeared in video games, he's a movie writer, producer, and has over 100, 100 uh, acting credits to his name, including Spawn, Exit Wounds, Dragged Across Concrete, Black Dynamite, The Dark Knight, Mortal Kombat, Legacy, and Tyler Perry's um, Why Did I Get Married? Um, he's currently promoting two of his latest films, the action-packed zombie film Dead Zone, and the intense action thriller As Good as Dead. Welcome, Michael J. White.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, we've, uh, to start off with, before we get into the two films, um, I'm personally a massive fan of Spawn. I thought that was a a great film. And I know it's all over all your social, social, all over your Wikipedia page and, and IMDb and all that sort of stuff. But to have the mantle of, you know, being the first African American to portray a major, major comic book character, I mean, that given what comic books have become now and how big that has become, that has to be a pretty amazing, uh, you know, accomplishment. And as a second part to that question, do you think given the way that we're remaking films and stuff, is there any chance of a, a Spawn remake and, and another bring that red cape back on or? or uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not a me question. I, 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 I believe um, Todd McFarlane has been claiming that he's going to do another another one, well, that he was going to do, to do one. Basically, because yeah. really he didn't do the first one. He, he you know he created he created yes. the uh, character, but he's not a director. He's never directed. Yeah. So, but from what I understand is, I guess that somebody's yeah, you know, I don't know. He's been talking about directing a second one for about I don't know over twenty years.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so you know, it's, it stands to see. But I mean, cool if he if he gets it done. <laughs> <enough>. <laughs>
1: And you've done so many moves. I mean, as Paul listed off in that introduction, I mean, you've been part of so many great projects. But in terms of, I mean, looking back on it now, when you were doing Spawn, did it feel like what you were doing was something that was that, I guess, pioneering?
0: No, I, I never think, oh boy, I, 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 never, <laughs> I never count my chickens <laughs> first. <laughs> you know, it's, it's enough that you need to just concentrate on what you're doing from day to day. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I just, I just concentrated on doing the best job I could and I don't make a lot of ex- expectations, you know, especially in my business. <laughs> Boy, you, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot of, I guess, rejection, a lot of getting your hopes up. And so you tend to keep yourself pretty low to the ground on that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. and and. In terms of the audition process, and I mean, you probably don't have to audition as much these days, but is that something you ever get used to? I mean, talking about the rejection and things like that—is that, how did you go about dealing with that and, and bouncing back? Because you have to be very resilient to work in that business.
0: Yeah, it depends on your mind state,
1: you're, 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 uh, on, on that whole
0: type of thing. I know I use the word rejection, but it's really not rejection. The way I look at it, I look at it as a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a private contract. And uh, I, you know, there's a job that this is the way I choose to do the job. And so if someone doesn't select me for that, they're they're not not selecting my choice, but it It has nothing to do with me as a person. Yeah. You know? So um, i I really don't take it personally.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it, you know, it, it is time consuming and you know, what have you. So that, that can get a little arduous, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't really affect me
2: personally. Yep. Yeah, Good way it. to go about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um Dead Zone, the first film thought we'd talk about, um, that's uh, the, as mentioned, a really action-packed uh um zombie thriller. Um I Watching that film, I thought the way that it was shot. Maybe it was just my observation, but it, some of the scenes and things like that almost felt like a, a video game. The way that you can kind of see your your characters kind of moving around and and right. some of the scenes like that, and and to the pa- the point, it almost builds to a bit of a boss fight, kind of like a video game. But I don't know if that was ever discussed or, or kind of like the way that with the movements or, or inspired into the into the film. But it, it certainly kind of got that that feeling um watching it but i don't know if that's that was at all oh, oh that, yeah that was yeah.
0: very much the intention because uh, yeah. you have to go in it um like where i mean H- hank braxton I, th- I think he's a great filmmaker and he's smart because sometimes you don't have the budgets that other bigger movies have but if you can connect on the human level that's that's what you that's what you should be focusing
2: on yeah, and Hank
0: Broxton yeah. really did that, uh, and and I I really was happy, and I'm proud of the way that movie turned out.
2: Absolutely, yeah. and the physical demands of it as well. It seems like you would have gone through a lot of training, um, and things like that. What sort of training did you and the the rest of the cast have to prepare? Because obviously, it's you know kind of a very almost military type type style of the way um, that that main team kind of will will handle the situation going in into that situation yeah in there what, what sort of training yeah
0: well i'm tempted to say i've, I've i i just play off of what i normally do and i i when i you know hunted zombies in the past but, <laughs> but to be honest with you it's kind of what i do not the zombie part but <laughs> it's i i i actually do tactical training yeah um, uh... there's there's a there's a i guess is a part of who i am as a person and, and how I feel as a man is one of our um, the things that we or, or our duties is we protect our families, you know, protecting yourself, protecting your families, knowing your role as that protector um, that comes along with it to me. So to to I, I've often trained with firearms and tactical uh, weaponry and i I find it fun, but i I also find it necessary you know to know what to do, just like if you if you had to survive in in the um in the forest yeah. so i I have something like that coming up where we're gonna be dropped into the forest wow and have to have to survive and make our own fire, find our food, all of that type of stuff so these are things i I'm into doing, so yeah. i really never had to train for that type of stuff it's it's uh
1: it's in my purview, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, yeah. and just on that, Michael, we, we've got to say, you're in incredible shape, man. You're in, in <laughs> great shape. You're, uh, other than the, the, the training that you were just talking about, can you quickly give us some insight on your diet? I know I'm throwing this off dead zone very quickly, but what, what other things do you do to stay in shape?
0: Again, that, that's just, I don't have a, my diet happens to, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't enjoy. Bad food. It's because yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to n- nourishing food, this food that has something to contribute. Mm-hmm. I just, I, so much so that if I ate junk, I'd feel terrible. Yeah, You know, man. so, I mean, I, seriously, I've, I haven't had a soda in 32 years. Wow. wow. I guess it's 33 years now. Um, I don't eat bad stuff. I, I don't like it. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I never have to think about a diet unless sometimes I want to trim down a little bit. Where, like, I have a, a role coming up where I don't want to be—I I, I don't want to be as muscular. I want to trim down so I look—I I look more heroic. So I'm, <laughs> I look like <laughs> a guy that's supposed to destroy everyone. <laughs> and, and plus, my character is—you know—the character I'm playing is—you know—not a physical presence is, yes. is so i want to be able to hide and close a bit more yeah but, you, but but yeah i don't really have to do anything i i so i'm i'm kind of a lazy actor i <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't have to you know, train tactical because i do it all the time and yeah. i don't have yeah, yeah. i don't have to diet because i'm always working out yeah and, and eating right that that's just that's just me yeah that's a
1: good lifestyle that's yeah just, yeah, <laughs> i
0: feel weird if i don't
1: yeah wow. you know, it,
0: it's it's a it's a right it's a it's a gift yeah you know like it's, it's not a chore to me yeah, no i yeah. i feel just off kilter if i didn't work out yeah. Like yeah i have to stop myself from working out
1: every day wow, wow. so good and it sounds so simple when you put it that way you know could solve a lot of problems with that attitude yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, it's 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 really just a lifestyle. Yeah.
0: We 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 really enjoy it. Um, my wife and I were going to go to the gym for an hour yesterday, and we we ended up being there two and a half hours. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. Because we enjoy it, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Cool. Getting it done. It's good. Yeah. Um. Very quickly, back to Dead Zone. There were some shots in that that were almost like Iron Man esque, kind of in mask shots where the actors right. were all in the dark by themselves. I mean, was that kind of challenging because I assume you couldn't bounce lines off your fellow actors while you were filming that? Is that the case? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm careful to call anything involving acting hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, was, I used to be a challenging school teacher i used to i used to work construction yeah so hard. yeah yeah and using your imagination that you've been trained to use for 30 some odd years not hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not hard you know but i i you know i don't want to Look bad on towards other actors who are tormented and say. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it wasn't art.
1: Okay. No. <laughs> it was really uh,
2: creative funny. with those shots. So, like, I mean, some of the things like that, as you said, the video game feel, the uh, shots with the camera, and then yeah. even um this film as well. I haven't really seen this in in too many zombie films, but. You, they have access to a cure. Um, hopefully, that's not too much of a spoiler for the, for the film. Oh boy. But they actually have access, and I felt like that brings a really different dynamic to what we sort of seen in most other zombie films, which was really interesting. Obviously, it's in limited supply, but it's um, quite quite a fascinating thing. And um, yeah, I'd be very interested to see if this is something that you know. I guess other zombie films start to explore more um as as a concept as well in these sort of films too so yeah really really I, I
0: always I always liked that kind of a thing where the zombie it's not a traditional zombie it's basically um you know a a, a virus a disease uh cuz maybe I get a little I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit hard to please with that sci-fi stuff because our, our horror when I don't know, I, I'm, 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 too, I'm too particular because like when the traditional zombies and I'm like, what the hell? I mean, the, <laughs> your, your innards are, are taken out. <laughs> why, why are you hungry? Your, your innards are in a bag thrown away. You, you, you can't even function. Amen. You know, your brain is not even, in, so, 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 so you have people who are, you know, just recently functional and hasn't <laughs> I'm like, I love that a lot more. You know, that's more believable.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, now, I'm excited to talk about this one, As Good As Dead. So yes. this film you start in, um, but you also wrote it. It was your fifth writing credit. Um, can you take us through, I mean, even your, your writing process or, or how you, you went about that?
0: Well, a lot of times when I write and direct things, I, I, I pretty vividly see everything. And um, so this is a story that I had in my head that I wanted to do in, in Mexico. Uh, so, you know, it is unusual, but I wrote it and filmed it all within the same calendar year. It came out all, all within the same wow. year. Wow. So it was a pretty quick process. I, I knew the company I wanted to work with uh, because, you know, we worked, worked together before. The, you know, the director, you know, our, our, you know, our, our Frazier. And um, so it was kind of like a win-win situation. They were all, you know, they were all about it. And, you know, so we, we just forged forward
1: and, and yeah. got it done. Is that a rarity to get something up and running that quickly within a year? Very rare. Yeah. Very rare. I hope it's not, I hope it's not
0: going to continuously be rare. I, I'd love <laughs> to keep going. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Amazing. Very impressive. Is writing something that you're definitely, you know, that how does that kind of compare against your passion for, for acting? I mean, you obviously you've got a lot of different hobbies and things like that, but do, do you really enjoy writing? Is that something you're definitely looking to sort of explore further as well? Yeah, um, I've, yeah.
0: I've written a number of things and sold them.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know, independently before, I mean, look, for, for a lot of years, I enjoy the writing part of it. And I think I have something to contribute because A lot of times uh, I feel like a lot of the, especially action movies, I feel like a lot of the writers are picking from the buffet of other action movies and not living life, you know, (laughs) not living. So um, I think it's a, you know, I think there's several stories and ways to tell them that haven't really been done. You know, we keep seeing the same darn action movie over and over and I I, I don't think there's an excuse for it. You, You can, you can actually, you can tell uh new stories but have this they have the similar um you know set pieces but you know disguised in different ways mm. but i am I'm, I'm just so tired of seeing the same damn movie over and over as a as a spectator that yeah. I would never write something that we you, you've seen already
2: yeah 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 here i love that and in this film you don't only um write you know a fairly original action film but you also essentially designed um unless I'm mistaken a, a mixed martial arts that uh, have you sort of you almost blended several styles in, into a yeah. into this sort of movement and it's a really interesting one because you sort of it's a lot of sort of elbow strikes and you've got a really um interesting like defense through it's actually it looks like a really effective style that you've designed yeah. yourself how, how did you come up with that and you know what sort of were there different things that you've blended into that, or you've just sort of threw you, obviously all of your back belts and experience that you've sort of just created yourself? And
0: yeah. Mainly is a style called the Defense Lab Systems, and a, a, a guy named Michelle Quach is um, pretty much a large part of the de- de- designing that. Uh, the, he's part of the same crew that did the fight scenes for uh, for Dark Knight in out right. there in London. But he's kind of developed a, a, a little bit more of an intricate style, the one that you've seen. And so that was mainly due to Michelle. And right. I put some of my own spin on it, but it's largely uh, Michelle's uh, defense lab system.
1: Wow. Yeah. Mm. Very impressive. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, it must also be said that the great Tom Berenger um, is in this film. Uh, mm. What was it like working with Tom? This is the second time we've worked together. Yeah, uh, the, the, the first time was in a
0: movie called Cops and Robbers. And that was in, that was shot in Mexico as well. Oh, Tom yeah. is a joy. I've always been a fan of his from way back when. And yeah. man, he's just he's he's such a such a joy. And I just finished working with him the third time.
2: Oh, out of the press. OK, <laughs> there I, you go. I just
0: finished the movie with uh, with Tom Berenger. And a guy named Scott Atkins that you might have heard of.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So We we did the sequel to One More Shot. Oh, very cool. To to One Shot. And the sequel is called One More Shot.
2: Yeah, right.
0: And that's Tom Barringer and myself are in that. But Tom is a, oh, man, he's he's just a, he's a treasure. He's fun. He's got some of the best stories ever. And, you know, and to be such a, uh, such an icon. You know, yeah. <laughs> fun fun to work with.
1: Amazing.
2: Yeah, cool. Um in the story as well, I thought I found found uh again, maybe I was looking into it, but uh, it sort of reminded me a little bit with the dynamic with how you sort of train up essentially your character's kind of a bit of a recluse gone into hiding. Um and and you sort of you have this this boy who's a bit troubled, got a bit of a past and things like that, and and your character essentially um Kind of reluctant at first, but you see something in him, and then you you take him on and start to give him a bit of training. And he obviously picks that up really quickly and, and sees sees the benefits of that. Um, um, but it, it almost kind of gave me a little bit of Cobra Kai vibes, a little bit um with with that. And I don't know if in your writing, I mean, as you said, it's it's an original piece, but you can still get sort of a lot of um kind of, yeah, you can sort of see that that um that sort of new new feel from Cobra Kai which is so popular at the moment is that was that something at all consciously at all that that you uh you you put into that or is it uh yeah
0: well all, all of the, all of these things are borrowed because Karate Kid was was like so many Kung Fu movies I mean you know how many Kung Fu movies are, are like Karate Kid <laughs> from the 70s like it's almost the majority of them you know yeah where you know the downtrodden kid uh, learns from a master who who teaches them, and you know, and they overcome their their obstacles. Yeah. So so you know, well well before Cobra Kai and Karate Kid, there were there was this this archetype. So yeah. that, that's that so I borrow borrow from that, and then I you know then I really try to think about it in, and, and I, mean, I mean this happens you know this happens in everyday life, you know, Um, you know, I mean, I've trained people who I thought, yeah, I would, I would give time to people who I thought deserved it. Uh, I've got, wow, a lot of people who, who I've done that with, you know, even somebody in the gym, I'll, I'll teach them something and I'll continue. And there's people I've taught for years that way. So, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like within something that, My, I would do or this character would do and this character does so because even though he you know there's part of him that wants to be reclusive he can't not do the right thing when because you know you got to live with yourself how how would he live with himself knowing that he could he could offer help to somebody who really needs it and deserves it Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah I love that sorry is it time to talk about uh, one of your favorite TV series briefly, Michael? Are you happy to do that? About sure. Breaking Bad was the TV series you selected, your favorite of all time. Of um, yeah. Could you take us through just, I mean, what, yeah, why that is? What's When you first saw it, what captured you from Breaking storytelling, Bad? Storytelling.
0: Uh, just It's just amazing storytelling, amazing directing, amazing lead character who's a little bit of everything. I mean, he's funny. I mean, it's funny without trying to be just, just out of the honesty of it. And then the storytelling, oh my goodness. And then um, I could tell that the writers, they were really liquid and, and, and fluid in the way where they know the cast that you're dealing with. And I think the mark of good television writer is to to start writing for that cast so it lives. I mean, instead of you know you writing characters and these people have to fit it. And uh, and I and I, w- I was suspicious of that when I I, I ran into um,
1: uh, Dean um, uh, the guy who plays the uh, the, the cop the uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah the FBI agent yeah, yeah I ran into him Dean on Norris, the yeah yeah
0: Dean Norris I, I, and I. I and he confirmed the suspicion I had, because I was like, wait a second, there's no way somebody wrote that character and you happen to fit it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, because he was sitting right next to me on the plane. Yeah, And I said, did you, I, at first I asked him, I said, did Vince Gilligan know you personally? He said, no. I said, did they start writing for your character? He said, yes, that's what they did. They started writing for his, his sense of humor, his dryness, and, yeah. and everything. And so it, it you know, it, it bloomed from there. And I thought that they had to have done it because he's too perfect.
2: Yeah, you know? he is. Yeah. Absolutely. And, so,
0: and, and, and for them to write um for Brian Cranston, you you can't, you had to it, it's like he had to come first. Yeah. You, know, because you can't write a character that that later, <laughs> that funny. Yeah that dark and 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 he's you know he's a nurturing parent he's the how are you gonna do that and then you know what i mean somebody's gonna miss so they cheated (laughs) so 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 that's that's the thing i knew with dean norris i'm like there's no way somebody had to know how funny you were yeah and write for you yeah, you know, and 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 how you know he's not trying to be funny; he's just not. He was just organically yeah. that character. So yep. yeah, so I I, I thought so because that that's how well done that series is, and I love the fact that you you could an uh, 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 episode could start and you think you're missing something. You go wait <laughs> a minute, I missed the whole. But yeah. they're doing it on purpose to it's really you know <laughs> in your head. Yeah, but, and so that storytelling. It's going on, I've seen it through so many series, it's, it's changed television, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think there's no, I mean, you know, Ozark's got to
1: come second, but yeah, only because,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Good. and you, you're right, completely right with that. It makes total sense with how they were writing because I'm almost positive I read that they did the same thing for Saul Goodman. So, in the show in Breaking Bad, he wasn't meant to really feature much at all, Bob Odenkirk, and then. They just kept writing him in more and more. So, yeah, they, yeah, they
0: knew what they had. They said, Oh, well, we gotta we gotta take advantage of this.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant.
2: And the character development of Brian Cranston has got to be one of the most amazing on in TV history. It has to be. I mean, the transformation of where he started to where he ends as, you know, kind of almost a hero to a villain. It's uh pretty incredible writing. Um from that side of things and, and the way that they would shoot really artistic shots where they'd sort of have that in on an object or something like that, or, or yeah. shoot from a random angle or things like that as well. It's pretty. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. This is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: With that writing, is that something that you're, you also kind of take on with your writing as well? When you sort of have, you sort of mentioned before, how you have uh, certain actors that you've worked with before that you have in mind, do you sort of, Take that on when you're building a character and writing around them. Do you sort of think about yeah, what they're like, their traits, and kind of incorporate a little bit of that into your style?
0: Yeah, well? when, when you when you, well, and also I, I stay fluid because when you you cast an actor, and you like like with the example of Breaking Bad, you see what you have there. Yeah, and you look quite brilliant if you start altering it for that <laughs> that particular actor. Yes, and but you know so. Yeah, I've done I've done that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was directing um Never Back Down Two and uh, found a kid and 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 cast him who's a little you know he was a little bit awkward. And I and I noticed it um not during during his audition, I noticed it on the times where he wasn't auditioning, you know, when he was just talking about himself and talking to the casting director. And that's the kid I, I cast. And I ended up writing in the character for the kid that I saw. Ah, yeah. You know, his acting mm-hmm. was not there. Yeah. But I tricked him into being himself. And I wrote <laughs> for that character. And so, you know, it, it was a, a strong performance because, you know, I kind of you know, rewrote it to
1: be him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, watched Better Call Soul? No, was no, that... I haven't. No. No, either of yeah. I, actually. So
2: it's definitely you, you have, have Paul both watched it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just Yeah.
1: yeah
0: I, I, I heard, I mean, I, you know, Bob, I'm you know, he's, he's, a, he's pretty darn amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was a little late to, to the, to the thing. And I just had never
1: caught up to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me too.
2: There was a few yeah. different villains in, in, uh, breaking bad with, did you have sort of a, a favorite or was it sort of, uh, uh, was it friend, uh, friend, um, you know, the, the, that's a chicken what? yes i yeah, was yeah. trying to think of yeah yeah Giancarlo
0: um, Esposito is a, an amazing actor so I know I was going to see amazing stuff from him
2: yeah yeah, yeah. he's going on to do a lot of stuff now well, at the moment isn't he he seems to be in everything he's uh yeah yeah as he should yeah. be very talented so yeah
1: very
2: yeah. The, yeah the twins
1: were awesome they've got to be up there they were man just
2: yeah, unstoppable it's... kind of thing those
1: creepy twins yeah yeah. yeah 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 cool awesome well all right is that yeah. i reckon that's the interview almost this is yeah been an yeah no that's uh yeah
2: pleasure, thank Michael. you um Yeah, we should give a quick uh, shout out as well to uh, Thomas at Dead by Dawn as well for helping us set up this interview. And and, um, also for our listeners as well, if you definitely recommend going out and and getting a copy of Dead Zone and As Good As Dead, um, both distributed by Eagle Entertainment here in Australia. um, And they're available to purchase on VOD Um, so that's google play youtube fetch tv itunes all those sort of things or dvd Um, or i think you can go to eagle uh, entertainment's website as well and i think they've got some of the links there as well but yeah definitely worth watching both so definitely go and go and uh, get a copy if you can so yeah michael joe
1: white thank you very much for your time this has been an absolute pleasure Well, thank you My, my
0: pleasure as well